Happy Saturday to you, world. So it's almost 10 o'clock. I'm drinking my cup of coffee and I'm trying to start my day, which I will. Um, I have, I have so many things to do. You know, one thing that I've noticed about whenever people email me and I try to answer it through my phone, it takes me to a different screen. So a new screen pops up onto my phone and then I have to go back and forth and then it says, because then I forget my password and then it says enter a code. So they sent it to my email to enter a code to go back to the original site that I was at that I needed the code because I forgot my password. So it's like a lot of back and forth and by the time that I get to where I need to be online, I'm like, damn, I got four other things I have to do. So. And every time I have to change my password, I forget what the new password is. So I have to reset a new password. I mean, I've gone from one password to 20 other passwords. So every time I have to remember a new password and you can't use the old password. So that becomes more of a hassle than anything. I'm sure I'm the only one that has this problem. My dad tells me to write it down and stash it away somewhere. But then whenever I do that, then I forget where the hell I put the password because it's an important password. So if they were to tell me you you have one chance and one chance only, if you forget this password, you can lose billions of dollars. I would be screwed. Like, what the hell? Especially now that it has the capital letters and then it needs numbers and I mean you have to decipher what the hell you wrote. I don't know and I don't have kids so I can't put it, you know, I can't use a regular password like my kid's name. I can't because I don't have kids. And I won't remember. So, and it's not that I have a bad memory because I have a really good memory. The only thing is the simple thing as passwords. Yeah. You see, I was thinking about doing this whole thing with what I would talk about for the podcast and then what I would do for Facebook and then what I would do for um, TikTok and what would I do for Instagram. Well, Instagram kind of turned off by Instagram because I only have like three followers and I would have had more if I showed myself, but that's not going to, that's not going to happen. So, um. I'm not going to do anything with, with Instagram. I'm just going to leave it as is just to catch up on whatever's going on in the world. And TikTok, I'm having more fun with TikTok. I have like a hundred views. I have like 70, 90 views on each one of my little, my little videos. And it's funny though that they didn't think it was me. Um, so I'm going to work more on TikTok. I think that's the fun one. And Facebook, they want to pay 99, I think it was like, they want to pay me in order for me to even be on there, which do to do a live, which I've thought about, well, what can I do a live of? And I've been doing my research and I'm like, well, my life's pretty boring. But if I really think about it, it's not, there's plenty to do. But then I'm thinking, well, it just depends what crowd, what people like. I mean, obviously sex sells 
So what they want to do is they want to see sexy pictures or they want to see sexy something. I mean, but to what extent? And I know my dad listens to my podcast. So, and I'm sure that my brothers watch whatever I put online. So I don't want to, I don't want to do too explicit on things. I mean, it's fine, but I don't want my family to see me that way. Plus, everything's about respect with my family. So I really want to respect their opinion of me I don't really care what they think I mean if you're listening to me dad I love you and but you know I'm grown and I understand that you understand that too so and that's why I respect you because like you respect me and my space so so that's why I'm kind of going back and forth and I was thinking well do you want something educational or should I should I show them something because I know a lot about a different subjects so I'm thinking, but do I really want to bore them with that? I mean, I I didn't live an exciting life with ch- I never stripped, I never hooked, I never did any of that. Which reminds me, you know, women say that, oh no, I didn't have a choice. I had to I had to sell myself, or they had to sell themselves. I've never done it, but they had to sell themselves to feed their family. If that's not true. Everybody has a choice. Wake up early and go apply for a job. You know, my friend told me that he he hired two different people because they end up they kept on going to the same place and applying every day. And he hired them because he would see them every day. There was no choice. Well, I mean, he had a choice not to hire them, but he ended up hiring these people because they showed interest and they kept on going back to his business. And that was Victor. So you know, like, whenever I was younger, my first husband didn't want me to work. He wanted me to stay home. And I got I got married young, as everybody knows. I mean, I wasn't young, but I dated him young, and I stayed with him throughout the years. And he didn't want me to work. He just wanted me to attend to him. So what I did, I had moved... And I got married, and I lived with him. I stayed home. So I didn't have a car. He wouldn't give me money. I mean, he would supply me the food and things that he wanted me to cook, and I had shelter because he would pay for the rent. And so what I ended up doing, I would walk to different areas from the place where we lived, and I got a job. And um, I didn't know what I was doing, but it was my, it was a collection job, believe it or not. Well, they fired me because I couldn't collect anything. They, I was horrible over the phone and I didn't want to ask them for money and and it was just horrible. So I kept on walking and I'm like, well, they fired me because I wasn't making any money. I wasn't a productive employee. So then I got another job and this lady's name was Beth. She was a Jewish lady. And it was at a dry cleaners, which is the most disgusting place you can actually take your clothes. I thought it was it was luxury, luxurious, and I thought it was just pure luxury, but it wasn't. People are just disgusting with their clothes. Anyway, so I went there. I had my manicure and license, but it wasn't valid at the state where I lived. And he didn't want me to work. So what I ended up doing, I went to the dry cleaning business. 
and I asked her if I could work with her. Yeah, I just asked. They didn't have a sign or anything. I just asked. And she hired me. But it was several blocks away from my house, but I didn't think, well, how far it was and rain. If it rained, who was going to take me? So whenever I made it home, I told my husband, because he got home from work, I told my husband, he got upset. How was his wife going to do that? No, his wife wasn't going to work. So what made me what made me want to continue going is because I wanted to make my own money so I didn't have to ask for him to buy me some simple the simplest thing as as tampons or or makeup or even if I wanted to go to the store and buy myself I don't know go to KFC or not KFC what is it the um Pollo Tropical, and buy myself something to eat, or anything, anything that I wanted, I had to ask him for money. He had all control. I didn't have to go without, just he had to be there in order for him to pay for it, and that was it. So he wanted to take care of me, but I didn't feel comfortable because that's not the way I was raised. I mean, he's not a bad man. He's always been a great man, and he was a good husband. But that was one of the things that I did not like about my first husband, that I, he didn't want me to work. So whenever I got my manicure and license, I was young. And it wasn't valid in the state where I was at. So I worked as the collector, over the phone collector, and they fired me from that. And then I did the dry cleaning and whenever I did the dry cleaning business I worked there I only stayed there until I was able to transfer my manicuring license to the state where I worked at where I lived at but he did not want me to work did not want me to work every day was a constant argument because he didn't want me to work how was I going to do that he didn't want me to do that he wanted to take care of me he could do he could take care of me so he said if he, if I wanted to work, then he would he wasn't going to take me to work. So if it rained, he wasn't going to take me to work. If there was a hurricane, he wasn't going to take me to work. So if I wanted to go to work, I would have to go on my own. Walk. And like I said, it was several blocks. Several miles. So that's what I did. And I finally ended up quitting that job. And I transferred my manicure and license. Whenever I transferred my manicure and license, it was in Fort Lauderdale, the job that I found. And the only reason I found the only reason I found that job is because I opened up the yellow pages and started going through all the all the salons. And luckily, they were hiring. They were so far away; I didn't know the distance. I'm like, well, if it's walking distance, I can go. He wasn't going to take me. So what I would do is I would catch the bus. I would catch the bus to from my house, which I lived in Tamarack, Florida. And I would catch the bus all the way down to Fort Lauderdale by the sea. And the thing is that while I was doing that, I would wait for the bus, and the money that I had is the money that I had saved from the dry cleaning business from the, that I worked in. And 
whenever I would catch the bus, it would rain. And I would I would still go to work. I, and I still remember the air conditioning in those buses. Oh my God. So I would soak in wet and I would go to work in Fort Lauderdale. If it wasn't for my for my father-in-law, I don't know if he's still alive or dead, but my father-in-law was humane. He was very, very nice. I hated my mother-in-law, but my father-in-law, he would see me and he would give me a ride to the, to the salon where I wanted to work. He would pick me up and give me a ride. My husband would just pass by and he wouldn't give me a ride. He would not let me work. He did not want me to work. You see, there were some good things about him and there were some really bad things about my ex-husband. And that was one of the things that I kind of started to not like him because he wouldn't give me a right to work. It would be pouring rain. It would be raining and he would not give me a right to work. And it wasn't that I was trying to make money to like do anything bad I just wanted to have my own money like for my own things even for even for the slightest things like if I wanted to like I said candy if I wanted to go buy candy I had to wait until he got home I didn't have an allowance I didn't have any money and the only money I had was whenever he was with me then he could buy me whatever I wanted anyways to make a long story short I ended up going to Fort Lauderdale by the sea and I worked at a salon that was there many years ago. And I was a manicurist there for many years. And then, at, you know, whenever you work at a salon, the hairstylists want to change your hair color. Which one of the hairstylists, she changed my, red, my hair. It took her all day to dye my hair red. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful red hair. It was like bright red. So... I caught the bus and I went back home. And when I got home, my husband said I looked like Ronald McDonald. He was just an asshole. Think about it. That I looked like Ronald McDonald. He wasn't going to have his wife looking like that. So he went to the CVS and it was like Walgreens or I think it was Walgreens. I don't remember. Publix. I don't remember, but he went to the grocery store, the store, and he bought me some hair dye, and he dyed my hair black. I made it to work the next day, and whenever I made it to work the next day, the hairstylist just her jaw just dropped because it took her so many hours, and that's whenever the beginning of all the problems started. You know, then one day I ended up. He was just being really mean because his mom would influence him because she didn't work and all she did was stay home and watch novelas. I didn't like that woman. You know, so I'm sure she didn't like me either because so what ends up happening is that she's every time she would say something to my husband, she would say negative things in a non-aggressive way. So whenever I got home, I told my husband we were having too many problems and I was going to stay at his cousin, no, at his uncle's girlfriend's house. So I called home and I told the uncle to tell my husband 
because we were arguing a lot we were having problems so the uncle didn't tell him Jorge he didn't tell his nephew and so they basically made it seem like I didn't call and I didn't tell him where I was at and they made it seem like I never just showed up to the house which I spoke to Jorge so whenever that happened the next day whenever I made it home from staying at Katrina's house which is this Russian Yugoslavian uh, friend of mine that was Jorge's girlfriend um, my husband put all my clothes inside a trash bag and threw all my clothes out the door so he threw all my clothes and all my belongings outside of the house his mom was there his uncle was there and whenever he did that I grabbed my stuff and I ended up leaving I didn't have anywhere to go but I went back to my friend Katrina's I didn't have any family I was there because of him so whenever I did that I ended up going to Katrina's house and stayed with her then I saved my money and all experiences and everything that people learn and people go through make who the person is do I hate my ex-husband my first husband no did he get what he deserved in life yeah I think he has like three kids is married to some Venezuelan woman I mean everything that's happened to me has made me a better person I think personally it has made me more aware of what I could do and what I can't do in life and what I'm capable of doing in life so my advice to the younger women that are doing things that shouldn't they shouldn't be doing there's always hope it just depends on what you want in your life and what hole you want to dig yourself into you know you could do bad things and then bad things are you're gonna have a bad outcome or you could try to better yourself and try to do good things I mean of course you're not gonna make a lot of money working at a dry cleaners but you can work your way up to finding something else because the money from the dry cleaners that I worked at that money helped me pay for my bus to my bus ride to Fort Lauderdale to my job which I made more money from you know you just keep moving up it's like a it's like a step it's like a ladder you keep climbing I mean selling yourself is should never be an option showing your body should never be an option you should have a little dignity and pride in yourself that's why whenever I get falsely accused or or people just assume stupidity it's like you know if you've ever walked at least one mile in my shoes you'd probably be a druggie somewhere in a corner but luckily I have God and luckily I'm of my my religion and I have um I have faith and hope you know that that I can overcome any any obstacle you know and especially my religion helps me a lot you know it keeps me going in the right path you know if you're by yourself and you think there's no hope in life and you're like you don't have any family you don't have anybody that you would think that can help you you know get yourself in a in a church or get yourself in a women's group you'd be surprised how many people can inspire you because even if you think you have a bad story there's someone else that has a worse story than you well anyways 
I didn't know what kind of podcast. I have no idea what kind of podcast this will be. It's just random conversations. Enjoy your day. You are listening to anchor.fm slash CR55. And I am your host, Crystal Rocket. Thank you.